What's good, everybody? It's your man, The Voice, bringing you this week's time out. This is where we take a step back and assess the game of life, looking to God for strategies to bring us true success. This week's thought, ball hunting. In the last episode of Time Out, I spoke of my athletic exploits in high school. As an athlete, I wasn't blessed with speed, good hands, or any of the physical attributes that makes one great. I had heart though. I was also fairly accurate with ball placement. That, along with knowing one of my father figures was big into this sport, caused me to go out for the golf team sophomore year. I rose in the ranks as one of the top players in my school and even went to districts my final year of play. Granted, I got there like many recreational golfers by giving myself grace on the scorecard. Nonetheless, I went and I had some fantastic experiences like competing against PGA legend Hale Irwin's son, playing the course where the US Open would take place just months before the pros would tee off. It was great. One of my favorite comedians, Michael Jr., talks about it in his comedy sets, and he calls the sport of golf ball hunting. Now, depending on the day, that's an accurate assessment. You literally spend hours walking in a park trying to find where the ball is that you hit so that you can hit it again and look for it all over again. You often ask those in your party if they saw where it went. And after finding it, you know that it's yours because of the markings on the ball. While on his way back to Ethiopia after worshiping in Jerusalem, a eunuch, the head of the queen's treasury, was reading Isaiah aloud in his chariot. This is the first place that I know of where someone is reading scripture outside of a place of worship. Because they were handwritten, everyone didn't have access to the word like we do today. Many people have multiple Bibles at home, maybe even have multiple Bible apps on our phones. The Most High told Philip to travel that road, going away from Jerusalem, and instructed him to run and catch up with the chariot. Like my blissful or aggravating afternoons, the eunuch was searching for something. He wanted to find out more about the God he was worshiping. Because of his heart to seek after God, Philip was dispatched to explain the scriptures and share of its fulfillment in Christ. The road they traveled was a desert one, yet God honored the Ethiopian's faith and his desire by causing them to come upon a body of water where he could be baptized. He simply needed to believe. Not only was he saved that day, but Philip was miraculously transported to Ashdod and the eunuch went on his way rejoicing. How many millions of people in one of the first Christian nations in the world have been impacted by this man's search? In Matthew, the Lord says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. We, like the eunuch, can find out more about God and come to the saving knowledge of him if we seek him with our whole hearts and believe on him. So here's the play. Seek God now while we can find him. He promises to give mercy to those who sincerely search for him. It's your man, The Voice, MTMV correspondent with this week's Time Out. All right, time to get back in the game of life. Until next week. Ready, break.